All right, so welcome to episode two of Studio 4D at Father Ryan High School. This episode is going to be a March Madness episode. Um, the 1A class started our podcast off talking about uh, March Madness. So again, we have taken 64 artists. We're pinning them against each other. Um, today we are with 4A, and the students are going to talk about the same artists that 1A talked about, uh, but probably give a little bit different perspective. Olivia, who did you talk about? Um, Theaster Gate. Okay. Um, when the light hits off the image, it gives it value because it gives the image light and darkness. Another thing that I noticed about this image is the pattern the lines give. All the lines are the same width. Lastly, this image has many colors. You can see red, white, tan, and a lot of different shades of white and tan. Right, and this piece is somebody, what's the name of this piece? Civil Tapestry. And what's that come from? What is this made out of? Fire hoses. Fire hoses. And what, what is the, how's that connected to civil rights movement? Oh, burn houses burn. That's definitely true. That, but what were you going to say, Kendi? The protesters were sprayed with fire hoses. Correct. And so these fire hoses, it's likely that those, the history that they have was used in that particular way. All right. Um, Grant, who, what artist did you, do you want to talk about? Uh, Jen Michaels gets the basement. Okay, and uh, you're also going to talk about John Michelle yes. Basquiat? That's great. So what did you have to say, Grant? I said that painting uses a lot of vibrant colors in it. There's a big emphasis on this black figure in the center being, I guess, attacked by these policeman and well, let me stop you there for a second when he says black figure it's implied that that figure is african-american but when he says black it is a jet black figure right yeah. yes and that's where our, that's where our image is brought to you Catherine, what did you think about that um i said that the piece was really abstract and um it shows variety because of the difference in style between the simple black figure and the monster-like colorful figures that um, Graham said were like colorful police officers attacking it. Right. Um, and I thought that because there was so much color in those and the other one was so dark, there was a lot of like emphasis and contrast between them. So. Yeah, and I, um, in the last podcast I talked about, you know, Jean-Michel Basquiat was an unusual artist in many ways, um, or unique artist, but one of those is he was famous in his own life and was wealthy in his own lifetime. Um, but since his death has even become more famous, um, a piece of his has sold for several hundred million dollars. Um, he was friends with celebrities while he was alive. Um, after he died, Jay-Z dressed up like him for Halloween one year. Jay-Z owns some of his work. I mean, he is a really, um, there's a broad range of people that really like uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat's work. Um, Nikki, what artist did you decide to pick? I decided, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's a newspaper hand um, with a figure in there. And I said it's like a Gerald Ford that wasn't ever wise. And the guarantee that, the guarantee was wise people last, the last name of Ford. Hang on. Uh, for example, Henry Ford was wise and successful. I say that is what I say that it it was a wise choice when they make the first car in the United States. In the United States, it was just successful. 
Okay. Um, so you kind of picked up on the last name about Ford and cars because there's a car in the image. That's Emory Douglas. Um, can somebody tell me what they got from the Emory Douglas piece? Um, anybody have their open there to pick up on that? What you got? I said that the emphasis was on this gigantic hand. Right. And who is the hand? Metaphorically, who's the hand that's controlling the, the big puppet? Big business. Big business, right? So he's saying that Gerald Ford is the 38th puppet instead of president. And he's saying that he is controlled by all of these different folks, uh, like Ford Motor Company, like all the different uh, businesses there. Um, Grayson, what do you got? Uh, I was going to talk about Brandon J. Donahue. And I said I like. I like the image because of its use of like simple objects like basketballs. I said it's a 3D image because it's not uh, just like flat on the page. It's like a sculpture. And then I said it shows unity by using the same balls and materials throughout the image and shows a pattern of brown throughout the image as well. The brown balls and the hair and then the background. Yeah, um, that was really cool. Uh, Anthony talked about this in 1A, and he really liked He thought it was a very, um, he thought it was kind of an, an ode to black hairstyles and thought, and thought that was really a reverent way, you know? And it's not always the case that um, male black hairstyles get shown in a way that are really um, kind of a positive thing, and Anthony was really interested in that idea that was, for him felt like it was just like, these monuments almost to these hairstyles. Um, Grant, who do you got? Uh, Big Baby Bomb by Irina Cervantes. Yes. Uh, Grant, I'll ask you to do, be out of your normal character, just speak up as high as you can. Uh, I said this picture has the pattern in the upper body or in the lower body with the same design in it. And then the color in the face and the body with like the water, and then the water also like has movement down the face with it. Uh, the last person that talked about this, which I think is amazing, is she gets all those textures and all that movement just with paint, right? And um, the ability to say all that stuff with stuff that comes out of tubes and brushes is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, thinking about someone that does the really opposite, who was going to talk about Virginia Overton? What you got, lady? Um, well, I just kind of like the creativity it had. Like, and how, and like the picture, like the green was like, it stuck out. And like how the water was like holding the plants in the truck. So a truck, right? So talk about that. Like what, what's so creative about taking a, a pickup truck that we kind of think about as, especially this particular pickup truck. This isn't a like, you could go on a date in this truck, but we think about it as like a work truck, right? Like it's a, it's a truck that you, you know, put stuff in and haul around and kind of get to work in. So what's what's so creative about mixing that with, like in, from, in, from your point of view, what, how does, why does that truck use being so creative? Because it's just not something you would like see as like art. Like, you wouldn't think of it as like art. Yep. Just think of it as like, uh, there's a bunch of plants in the truck. Right. She would love you for saying that, by the way. That's, that's a big point that she has, is that. Is that art is everywhere. All this design went into this truck. 
and then these plants that grow that we take for granted sometimes in mixing those two things together. Um, Taylor, have you got an opportunity to speak yet? Big and loud. <laughs> I'll talk about Jody Hayes, like the picture. It was like very like bright and noticeable, and there's like multiple of colors. That, like the the colors kind of made it like look like a bedroom in a way. I didn't think about that. Yeah. From like lights to dark and like windows and stuff. Like that. Cool. What do you got, Rob? Um, I have Anish Kapoor, the bean. Who's been to the bean? Got one, two, three, four, five, six. Six hands? Okay, go ahead. Um, it has a lot of emphasis because you look at the bean, and then because it's so reflective, you can see the Chicago kind of skyline on the back. So you start looking into the sky and all the people walking around and looking right. at their reflections and stuff. And then... It's just a lot of color going everywhere because everybody's wearing different colored shirts and the beans reflecting all the colors off of the skyline. And yeah, That's interesting that it, it becomes an interactive thing. You can control part of the artwork. I can control how Shane might see that artwork depending on what color shirt I have because he's seeing that there. So it's different maybe each time. Um, Seamus was saying this morning that everyone was fooled and they would go up close to it and he said that it was much prettier like way back. Which I thought was really interesting to kind of take this gestalt, this like really far back view and look at the whole thing in relationship. So. Alright, so we didn't have a chance to get to everybody. Um, great job uh, today in talking about your work. Um, this, uh, we are at 2.47, class ends in three minutes, so we have to wrap up this second episode of the Studio 4D podcast. We appreciate you listening.